This is what are we? What are we doing? My dog. dog. <laughs> we got dogs everywhere. We got dogs everywhere. Oh, yeah. Dogs are loose. They're like, <laughs> dogs we are got loose. The dogs. Dogs are loose. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Beyond the Diamond Podcast here on the Apollo Podcast Network. Brian Lalima, Apollo Dez, producer Josh here with you. Astros, World Series champions. We're going to break down game six. We're going to break down the parade. Uh, first things first, how are we feeling, boys? You guys, a little under the weather. Nice matching shirts today. Thanks for the memo. H-Town versus everyone. I went with Don't Run on Machete. You can find all of these shirts, the franchise, the Uncle Mike hat that Josh is wearing, H-Town versus everyone. Obviously, check it out. Apollo H-O-U. All the new championship gear. Apollo HOU.store. Yeah. Is that right? Apollo HOU.store. Okay. Apollo HOU.store. Uh, also, all, like Des said, all the new championship gear. Go ahead over to the website right now. Order like six, seven, ten shirts, maybe a couple of hats. Do whatever you got to do. Check it out. Apollo HOU store. Uh, it's all there. How are we feeling, boys? I mean, you guys, you know, Des, you were out of the country. Cancun Des is now back to being Apollo Des. Josh, you were sitting front row at the World Series. <laughs> And both of you guys were sitting front row at the parade. Then the parade gets done. And all of a sudden, the group chat is just suddenly radio silent. You guys went to an after party. Josh is coughing. How are we feeling, guys? I mean, what are we doing? I mean, the vibes are immaculate. Two-time champs. Uh, I, I can I can see that. <clears throat> we had a we had a little battle with we had a little battle with the body. He had a had a fight through that uh -huh. in the last 48 hours or so. But you know, it was worth it. It was worth <laughs> it. Um <laughs> Des goes Des goes to Cancun yeah. and comes back with a mustache. Yeah, look at this. Josh, you guys go to the parade in the World Series, and now Josh has got this massive cough. <clears throat> Des, you've been sweating like all day, every day. Yeah. I mean, are we feeling okay? Yeah, dude, we're fine. I don't know why yeah. you're, 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 chirp, you're chirping Call, right call the championship sweats. Yeah, it's all right, dude. It's all right. There's just two million people in this little hot box downtown. It was all it was. That's nothing more, nothing less, but... Um, yeah, we'll get to the parade in a little bit. So, game six, let's get right into it. Yeah, we didn't we we didn't touch on it uh, on the last episode, so we're gonna dive deep now at this point. But uh, I have rewatched that game um, now twice, and I think the big thing about it, we talked about it all throughout this stretch, is one run with this team didn't mean shit. It almost fired them up and got them going. And and Schwarber leads the six with the just absolute tank job, lefty lefty. Um, Obviously, Schwarber was the only one doing anything for that offense. And then to come out in the in the bottom half of that inning, uh, we were on the right side of Zach Greinke getting pulled. Uh, and when I say that is Wheeler was absolutely shoving. Uh, I would have let him keep going, and they pulled him early to bring in their high leverage arms that we'd seen time and time again. And Alvarado versus Alvarez, next thing you know, the place is turned upside down, and it's a party. So um, rewatching the game, Look, was there any better pitcher than Framber Valdez in those moments? Um, because it almost felt like if you started Framber game one and then game would have been five, right? Uh, mm -hmm. It just felt, it didn't, it didn't feel right to me. Having him at the two spot and the six spot just felt right. And he just had all those guys just twisted. I mean, he had that sinker rocking at 97. He had the curveball going. And just time and time again, he was filling up the, the 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 zone, and they had a game plan and they stuck to it. And they're like, "This is what we're gonna throw, and if you beat me, you beat me." But at the end of the day, you're gonna have to beat me when I'm throwing my best stuff. And 
Framber was just the guy. He absolutely, and I think he should have deserved some MVP votes. And I don't take it away from Jeremy, who was all world uh, the all of October, but Framber Valdez got you two wins, and I don't know, I think probably, what, 15-plus strikeouts in those two wins? Yeah. Two, two wins in the World Series, man, is hard to do. I think, Josh, can you look up Madison Bumgardner, his uh, pitching stats from, I don't know, the la- one of the last times the Giants won the World Series? Madison had, had two, two but he closed out Game 7. Yes. So two two wins and a save, yeah. right? He he won or, game or two innings. He won game one, game five, and then he closed out game seven, I believe. Yeah. So I mean, two wins, man, is it's pretty crazy. Yeah, you can make a good case that Framber Valdez could have been your your MVP because, like I said, man, just being dialed in for two wins on the mound, and you know, we've talked about the bullpen a lot on beyond the diamond and everyone's talked about it, how good they were games were shortened in the postseason. And that's because your starters could get you to six innings. And after that, it it was done like done with, I mean, Brian, Brian Abreu didn't give up an, an earned run this entire postseason. And he pitched 11 and a third innings. Like, so for he did in game six, I mean, it's on par with what he's done, excuse me, pretty much all season, but to do it in the world series two times, Shit, you could have made him the MVP. Bumgarner in 2014. Game he went game one, seven innings, one run. Game five, nine innings, zero runs. Oh. Eight K's. Oh. Complete game shutout. Wow. And then he came back game seven and closed, and closed with five innings. Yes. Zero runs. Greatest. Five in I thought he only went I thought he went three. Five innings? Yeah. God damn! It's a war so horse. He pitched 21 innings in seven days. That's insane. What? In the, well, seven games. What? Absolutely. Oh, shit. And now he's just now he's just giving up tanks left and right and just being the old man get off my yard guy. You know he's like only like yeah, 32. I mean, you it. Yeah, you can argue all that was a lie wow. on the arm. This dude threw a complete game and then turned around and came back and threw five in game seven. That is insane. So Framber ended up having nine punches in game uh, in game six. I'm looking it up right now for game two. I would say he was probably right around that number, like that seven, eight number, I bet. Um, but at, like, also, you couldn't... <laughs> You couldn't lose a game where they charted out a lineup with like four to five names the Phillies did that are created players on MLB the show. Like there was after after Harper, there's no one. And that's right. not I don't mean to be disrespectful to the Phillies. It was just none of those guys scared me at all. And yeah. if you controlled the top of that lineup, you were gonna find ways to win the ball game. And that's what the Astros did. And it was just impressive. It really was impressive. Josh, look up, um, look up Nick Castellano's stats. I don't think he got a hit one time. Okay. I mean, he made uh, a couple oh, he good did, defensive he plays. Did, but he did that, pull up. He did show the no wire. Yeah, he did. Yeah. No oh, wires, yeah. Fram, uh, Framber in the whole postseason started four games, 25 innings pitched, and a 1.44 ERA. Mm. He, had nine, he had nine strikeouts in game two as well. So... He had two wins, including the closeout, yep. and 18 strikeouts. Yeah. That might have been my MVP Pretty efficient. if I had a vote. Pretty efficient. You can yeah. also argue Press was the MVP. Oh, yeah. You could have a break. I mean, there's legit. We said it on the episode there's legitimately four or five guys that 
yeah. could have could have been that guy. But um, and find out later who we give our dog of the week. Ooh, dog that's a little tease. A little tease. Arguably more important than the World Series. I, w- I would say dog of the World Series is more important Man. than yeah, the dog, MVP of the World. Dog Series. of the Series. Yeah, dog of the Series and dog of October and dog of October. Right. We've we've got two awards to give out today on this episode. <clears throat> we've got a couple of gift baskets, a couple of gift cards. I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be pumped. So we, if you're listening, we watching, don't go anywhere. We went all out. Don't go anywhere. That's coming later on. Hey, you know what my favorite? Um, my favorite at bat in the uh, in game six. Uh, not 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 the Alvarez home run. Not the Alvarez home run. Was it in the sixth inning? Yeah, actually. Um, was it Martin Maldonado getting hit and starting the inning off? Uh, was it was it Altuve grounding into a uh, fielder's choice? Was it Jeremy Pena hitting a single and Altuve? It's Altuve going uh, first to third. First to third. I, I, yeah. That one single moment that? doing that Hustle. was a, a yeah. full sin moment. Like, hey, yeah. we're 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 not we're not letting up. Uh, we're not here to lay up. Yeah, and and we found out later he had a bum hamstring. Yeah, hit <laughs> a bum hammy, and he's going first to third. Uh, yeah. Just little things like that. The game within the game. Uh, and obviously the Astros responded to the Schwarber tank. But, man, uh, this team just get, got it to the next guy and, and figured it out. And I think uh, I think this team is, is just built for sustained success. I think they're, they're the Alabama of Major League Baseball. You could, We're at this point where we can plug and play anyone at this point that you get and because it's a foundation of culture it's a foundation of winning uh from the top to the bottom and these guys know when they come in and they put on a houston astro uniform they're gonna get booed at home excuse me they get booed on on the road and they're gonna be cheered at home and they're gonna love every moment of it and you just you accept you're the villain but you're the alabama of this sport and championship championships come here so um it was really cool to see Dude, that. Our, our episode is so electric that the power just went out uh, over with producer Josh. I don't know where he went. The light just went back on. Power surge, maybe? No power surge? I don't know. I don't it's know. It's electric. We, the, yeah. we did pay the bill. Yeah, we paid the bill. We did we pay, pay the, the bill. Okay. So it's just me and you, um, man. Like, this is, this is the yeah. chaos. This is what the people want. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's a, it was a common theme this postseason for the Astros. So many little moments... <laughs> that we saw across all three series, just like Altuve going from first and third. There was um, a play in one of the games. I can't remember what series. Damn it. I think it was the ALCS um, where Jordan was on second and he tagged up and went from second to third. It was against the ALCS against the Yankees. It was in the closeout game where Pena eventually hit the home run. It didn't matter because Pena hit the home run and they scored a couple more runs, but in hindsight, if you look back at that, that could have been a huge moment because he eventually scored. And it was all because he tagged up from second to third on a somewhat shallow fly ball to right center, center, right center. Then you look at David Hensley's at bat. You look at uh, Jeremy Pena's at bat. Chaz McCormick's play in the outfield. Trey Mancini's play the, uh, the, the inning before. Uh, Jeremy Pena jumping up and snagging a baseball. Altuve's play deep in the hole. Like I can go on and on so many different moments and at the end of the day, there were so many timely hits. This whole season, I don't think we ever saw the entire lineup from top to bottom, all be at full strength, meaning every single 
player was going off at one time. And we time. still went 11-2. Exactly. Exactly. Sometimes the top of the order was on fire. The bottom half was not. Then the top half was not doing well, and the bottom half was doing well. All through the season, you saw in the postseason, little moments, timely hits. What won it? Pitching and defense. You know you know what's funny? And and I just had to mention this because you brought it up. Uh, we were we were really lucky to go to the after after party with Briggs at Little Woodrow's, and we got to meet Trey Mancini. And I thought you paid Trey Mancini a lot of money because Trey came up and we're talking for a little bit. Nicest, nicest, nicest guy. I mean, he's just an incredible human being. But the the boy was rocking the Brian Lalima starter pack. What do you have? The joggers. The nice. the Lulu black yeah. shirt. And boy okay. was double fisting some Coronas. <laughs> I was like, Trey, you're fucking with me right now, dude. Sign yeah. up. Lifetime contract. I was like, this is the Brian Lalima starter pack. And I told I told Tyler that. It was we both were cracking up. I was like, this is this is Brian Lalima. This is literally him right that's here. Just good, that's just a good style. Yeah. I mean, dude, there's nothing wrong with a couple, with some joggers, a black Lulu shirt, double fist in a couple of Coronas, because everybody loves Mexican beer. I mean, come on. Give the man a lifetime contract. I don't care if he had one hit in the postseason. I, what I do care about, Trey Mancini, is that you had a, a phenomenal defensive gem. You came off the bench. I don't care if you struck out the at-bat that you got that game. You made the play. But what's better than dressing like that? I mean, it's built for comfort and speed. It's stylish. It's a good look. And you're drinking good beer. That's, that is my dog that was, of the oh, year right there. Here we go. Dog of the year. Josh, this is the clip right here. This is it. That's cool, man. How was it meeting Trey Mancini? I've heard so many good things about him. It man. was brief, uh, but it was awesome. I yeah. can't. I want. I'm gonna try to get him on here. Obviously, try to get all the guys on here uh, for the championship parade. Uh, Beyond the Diamond podcast. Yeah, tour. you know, but it's these uh, these charts that keep coming out. You know that we see like these rankings and stuff. Like we've been up in the top ten. We've been in the uh, top fifteen. Then we dropped a little bit. Then we went back up. Yeah, just wait till we wait till wait till you see what we got planned for this offseason. We're gonna it's be, gonna be fun. That's gonna be yeah. fun. Uh, circling back to Game Six, the uh, Christian Vasquez late RBI not. Dude's he's clutch, man. Look, I know we could dive into the whole James Click saga and like and the Crane that's, saga that's for later. But for later, we're gonna Christian Vasquez just found ways to get big time knocks and big time moments. And like if you followed Carabas on on Twitter, he always talked about how he loved Christian Vasquez. Obviously, we played against him over the last few years in, in big games and stuff, and he'd do that against the Astros. But to be on the other side of that, it's just he finds a way. Like it, it may not be a home run, oh oh, like early in the game, but when a guy's in scoring position, Christian Vasquez is going to find himself an RBI stake. And yeah. man, I, I I wish we could find a way to bring him back. I really do. I, I don't know if we will. But it was just great to see that guy compete. He just competed at the plate. Like like you say, Brian, just quality at bats. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that was one of the uh biggest moves for James Click was bringing Christian Vasquez. You brought in just more postseason experience. And every game that he called that he was in behind the plate were just phenomenal outings from pitchers. So you give him credit there too. And he threw out a couple of runners. Yeah. And, I mean, it just seemed like he put good at-bats together every time he got his opportunity. He came up clutch in the clinching game. Um, but when James Click brought him in, you're like, damn. Like, this dude this dude swings it well. He's got all the postseason experience. 
He's won World Series before. He's been in postseason games. And go figure. He comes up in a big moment, adds in an insurance run with an RBI single. Because think about it. And, uh, if you don't get that run, it's still 3-1, right? Yeah. The the Phillies have the tying run at the at the plate if that run isn't there because there's a run on first with, you know, in that in that ninth inning. So they're still technically right. one swing away. But it's just like little things like that. And it's just if you've ever played the game on any level, those runs are so deflating. And even as fans, like we, we saw it last year against the Braves. The Braves would do that. The Braves would, okay, we're back in it. And then they'd go hang a one spot or a two spot. You're like, shit. We just did that yeah. for what? We like scrapped and called to get one or two runs and then they just responded. Or they got they were up and they did that to us. And it was like we're we were now doing that to other teams. And it's just a deflating feeling if you're an opposing fan or or, or player on the other team because like these guys are just relentless. They're absolutely relentless at the plate. And so that was one of my 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 favorite fun memories. And, and when we were in Cancun, we were talking about getting some bottles of champagne. And we were like, okay, when do we order them? When do we get them? And as soon as Vasquez got that knock, we're like, okay, we yeah. can we can get we can get we can go ask for those bottles right now. Yeah, I, I knew once once Schwarber hit the home run, I was like, dude, one run is not going to win this game. And then some things happen. Maldonado has a good at bat to lead off. Um, obviously, people were a, pissed. You know, choice. People that? were pissed about that. His little about his little Biggio, his little Biggio. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you couple that with couple that with uh what's his name? Um uh Lemus Diaz trying to get on by throwing his elbow. That out. was more I mean, egregious. Yeah. That one was more egregious. Oh, for yeah. sure. For sure. At least Maldi I mean, Maldi was like on the plate already. Right. So I mean yeah. he didn't him, have to move too much for that to hit him. Him finding a way on and then Altuve going from first to third. Then the Alvarez home run, um, I, you know, you could feel it in the building that the tension was rising and you knew something was going to happen that inning. And obviously it happened for Kyle Schwarber first, then the Astros got their runs, and then Christian Vasquez with the big RBI single for an insurance, and then the rest is history, which led to the celebrations, which led to bottle popping, which eventually led to the parade. So you guys were there. I was not. Um, I took a, a me day. Uh, how, how was the parade? I mean, you had primes. Was prime seats thanks to the uh Houston Sports Authority. So shout out to those shout guys. Out to the Harris County um, Houston Sports Authority. Um yep, so they hooked it up. It was prime it was it was primo seating and obviously we're prime real estate, yeah. huh? Yeah. We uh we were very fortunate and truly lucky to for them to let us be there and man the parade was awesome. Like I remember 2017 and how great that was, but man that felt so much better. Like I don't know if it's just because it was, uh, just the bury all the narratives and bury all the haters and and everything. But man, there was just such this palpable vibe in the city. And the one thing I was just really upset they didn't give speeches. Like it was just like, all right, parade's over. Like that was kind of weird to me. Like the players didn't get to speak at all. But uh, it was just a show. I mean, it was awesome. There's so many people. I mean, like. Well, they said what, uh, close to two million? I bet. It had to be. Yeah, it was just rows and rows and rows of people, as far as your eye could see, and uh, it was awesome. Like the guys saw us on the bus, like we were that close, and they like reported us. We we're fucking talking to them, like they're like yelling our names. Like holy shit! Like you should not be yelling our name right now in the in the in the World Series floats. But it was cool. It it was a really cool moment. Josh, how'd you feel about it? <clears throat> yeah, it was sick. Um, 
yeah, like I said, there was so many people there trying to get there. We had to uh, circumvent uh, the roads a little bit. We had to take a little path down the bayou. The bayou. <laughs> <laughs> to get across the street to where we need to go. We had to get so north of walked. Smith and we couldn't because everything was blocked. So we had to go down to the bayous <laughs> and come back up on the backside yeah. of it. Had a little little uh, Lewis and Clark uh, expedition type stuff to get over to where we needed to be. Oh, but good uh, historic uh, drop right there. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we made Lewis it to where Clark. we were supposed to go. Had a great time. Uh, saw the guys, got good video footage. And then uh, afterwards, we made a long trek it felt like something from a movie just like we were talking about it seemed like world war z we were just like going through hordes everybody was going one way you know maybe like a million people going one way and then a group of six of us trying to go the opposite way going the going opposite, opposite way, way through it <laughs> yeah trying to trying to get through it stumbling across people how was here's my one question and i love little bro how was he was he not knocking him back. Was he having a good time? No, oh, he was He's, leading the charge, dude. Was yeah, he? just yeah. drinking waters and, and leading us to Midtown. He was our he navigator. Lives. He was our he was our, our Sacagawea, just <laughs> leading us to Lewis and Clark. Sacagawea. Yeah. Yes. Good. I just dude, watched we, Night at the Museum the other night. I, yeah. I think we should start uh, beyond the history books. That's Ooh, the new we should do. We should just do drunk history. Just rip or off, that. rip that <laughs> off what they already did before. That that would be a lot of fun. That would be a lot of fun. And we know, we know, little bro Taylor is really good at geography, especially thinking Detroit yeah. is next to New York. So yes. yeah, yeah, that's always good. Um, if so, back if to so, our first, our first uh, West Palm trip. Can't wait for the upcoming one. Oh, uh, it was uh, the parade though. I the the boys were. Two the million boy, people. Yeah, the the boys were 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 having a field day. Yeah, catching some brewskis, pounding them. I tried to get Corey Lee to throw me a beer, but he didn't have any beer on his float. That's a rookie mistake. Yeah, it is. Corey, well, Corey's gonna be on the pod here soon, and we're after. I'm not the Rasmus bit. He didn't have no pocket also, beers. Also, a rookie mistake of us not having a beer to throw to him. That it was a big time rookie mistake. I thought yeah. they would have. They didn't have any beers in the VIP section. I guess they were like. Yeah, they, they only had waters and and like cokes and sprites. So it was not. They only had they only had a uh, cola mixers. It was really weird. Yeah, Why? yeah. They, they only had mixers. I don't they know. Only had mixers there. Ryan Stanick, uh, nice chug on his on his Miller Lite. I oh, saw. Yeah? Great, yeah. Great, uh, great chug on that. Bregs had one. Bregs yeah, had a. a Framber also. Framber, yeah. We had multiple photos. He just kept pointing to. It. He's like, yeah. He just kept pointing to his beer. Framber had the big ass fucking uh, speaker. speaker. He was just vibes. That is a power move. I don't care what anybody says. That is such a power move. A speaker above your shoulder and you're jamming out to music as you're on a float going through the World Series parade. Power move. And also the most Framber Valdez. The most Houston thing. There was a lunar module, NASA. And then you had a float with. Mattress Mac, Bun B, Paul Wall, Little Flip, Slim Thug. Uh, you had yeah. a who's who of Houston rappers all on this. Like it was the most. You had a slab that was that was there. You had like it was the most Houston parade of Houston parades of, of all time. And you know, I um, I, I noticed uh, Joel Osteen was not invited. I, don't <laughs> wanna, I wonder what that's about. Probably the doors were locked. Probably they probably locked the doors on the parade. Hmm. <laughs> Producer Kinda. Josh is freaking out right now. <laughs> Dude, it's okay. Uh, fuck him. It's- <laughs> I don't give a shit about him. There, uh, there it is. There it is. I, the you other, know what you're going to get. 
the other cool thing about the parade too, it was like 90 degrees in the middle of November. Yeah, yeah. gotta love God. that. It was That's just brutal. what are we doing? What are they we did doing? the uh, they did the hat thing again. Yeah, I saw the that. They did the hat thing. I saw that. Yeah. That's a, a that's tradition. A tradition. That's a tradition like any other. It was. Um, oh, they're about I, one for five hundred. I I did. I, see, I stood there and filmed them for like ten minutes, and they couldn't do it. They missed Bro. it. Like they did it. 15 20 times at least and finally i walked away and then like 20 minutes later i heard cheering they finally so made it in 2017 it was like natural like they didn't plan it right and yeah. it just flowed see they try to recreate it it wasn't real genuine we need to get well hold on we, we need, need to do need vantage points we need to do some interviews and this is if you if you were there there was, I think, one guy on the fifth floor that was like 0 for 4 yeah, dropping. There was one person. Like, there was one guy up. that they, he was like 0 for 4. And then finally someone else stepped in that guy's spot. Yeah. And, and so I need, we need that. We need those, those interviews. Well, and what well, we that need to do, point. Apollo, as a team, one day soon, we need to just right. go to that parking garage and, and, and recreate it. Get on a, everybody get oh, on a dude, floor and we'll just dude. film us doing now it. Now we're talking. How many floors are there? Seven, Ten? eight. Okay, I mean, we got, we got enough bodies. We have enough yeah. bodies. We have enough yeah. bodies. We can knock that out. Yeah, we'll sure. all wear our H-Town versus everyone shirts. Yeah, we could film it. We have a GoPro. Put a GoPro on the hat. <laughs> we get the, the new championship hat that the, that the boys were wearing. I got to get one of those, man. Yeah, me too. Gotta get I have one, one from 17, but I need, I need the new one. Yeah, I got to get me one of those. Um, there was <clears> something else I was going to bring up, and I completely forgot about it because we stopped talking about it. Um, damn it. The, uh, stat look up that you asked me for like 20 minutes ago. Nick Castellanos. Uh, Nick Castellanos went three, four. I lost it. Three for 25. Yikes. Yikes. A one point or a point one two five batting average. Yikes. That will not, not pay the bills. But you not know what? Good. He had his game one moment of lifting his shirt up. Yeah. <laughs> he had that moment. You had that moment. Damn it, dude. Deep fly ball to left field. What the hell was I going to tell? What were we talking about, man? I don't know, but we got our... Uh, we do have our dog. There it is. And speaking of dog, we got this little dog over here just chilling. Asleep. Georgia. Just Georgia chilling. And then we Georgia got our other dog. That's such, that's such, a, a, such an Apollo award. That is like that's the, the smallest award. trophy that's of all, all right. time. Yeah, it's but like dude, as, they, it's as big as this candle. Hey. Dude, but they but they get they get the trophy, and then they get gift baskets. Yeah. They get boxes of wine. They get twenty eight dollars gift wine. cards. I mean, bags of wine. What else can they want? So are we doing are we doing a dog of the series, the World Series, and then yeah. dog of the postseason in general? Yeah. Dog of October. Yeah. October. Dog, of, a dog October. of October, November. Since it's technically okay. Yeah. Dog of the series first, and then dog okay. of the series first. All right, Josh, you start us off. Okay, uh, my dog of the series, I think, um, I think has to be Presley. I think coming in, he closed out all four wins. One of them wasn't a save because um, we were up enough. Um, didn't he? He closed out. It's seven saves, I believe. He. Um, let me let me make sure I, I have my stats right here. He definitely um, pitched four or five games. In the World Series? 
He pitched five games, 5.2 innings pitched, zero earned runs, five Ks in the World Series. Five separate games he came in, and he did not allow an earned run. Wow. Killed it. Yeah. That's that's, good. He's my, that's my dog. That's mm. my dog of the series. Okay. Mm. Dez? <clears throat> yeah. I'm going to go with Framber Valdez. Two wins, 18 punchies, and the closeout win. Um, look, JP3 is our boy. We're going to do a lot of stuff with him in the offseason. But I'm going to go with the guy that had a win. Game two was a must win, and he won it. And then he closed it out without us even have to worry about a game seven with Altuve with a bum hamstring, Bregs with a broken finger, and um, Yuli being out. So, um, Framber Valdez is my is my franchise. Okay. Franchise. So my dog, dog, my dog of the World Series is also Framber Valdez. Oh, two or three. Because you look back to game one, Astros are up 5 nothing. Justin Verlander runs into some trouble. Next thing you know, the Astros are down. Fast forward a couple innings, and boom, the Astros lose. People are panicking a little bit. Justin Verlander, you know, chokes away the lead, so forth and so on. Didn't pitch well, blah, blah, blah. Framber comes in, cool, calm, collected, dices people up. Gets the boys back in the series, evens it up at one and one, nine punch outs. They squeeze out a tight game in game five. They win three to two, right? It was three to two in game five um, in, in Philadelphia. And then what does Framber Valdez? He does Framber Valdez things, comes in in game six, throws another gem, nine more strikeouts, two World Series wins in one series. They clinch, they win it. And. He goes onto the float. He carries the speaker on the shoulder. That's a dog moment. So our dog oh. of the World Series, Framber Valdez. <laughs> Framber Valdez, first <laughs> annual, inaugural, second <laughs> weekly, third, what is this, fifth? October, November. November. Inaugural dog, dog of the series, dog World, of the World Series. series. Framber Valdez, the Framber franchise. Framber Valdez. We've got a gift basket. We will send you a couple of franchise shirts that are featured. We got this in, dog. This in, dog's all riled up. And producer, I've got my dogs riled up as well. They heard the barking. Now they just awoke <laughs> from their nap. We got a franchise shirt for you. Um, we'll get it to you in an XL. Uh, we've got a couple of uh, gift baskets. There's some fruit. Um, we've got uh, a book that you know that we found on Amazon that will be helpful. We got gift cards. Dude, we got all kinds of stuff. Dog of the World Series coming your way. Framber Valdez. An, op- an open invite to come on Beyond the Diamond. Absolutely. So now, with that, we go into our dog of October, November. October, November. Dog of the postseason. So that dog was the dog of the, of the, dog of the post. Series. Now it's the dog of the postseason. Josh, producer Josh, what do you got? Who you got? I think it has to be Pena. I think the way that kind of Alvarez disappeared for a little bit. Yep. Um, it could you can make an argument it could for Bregman, but Altuve struggled a little bit. 
Pena, if Pena doesn't just play out of his mind, you know, we might have not made it. Okay. Listen to this. Listen to this. This kid slugged 638. He had an OBP of 367. That batting average of 345. He had an OPS of 1.005. 37 total bases. He had eight RBIs, four tanks, five doubles, 20 knocks. It's Jeremy Pena. So you're, that's an incredible, incredible postseason. So the one big question mark there there are a couple of question marks, but one of the biggest ones coming out of spring training was how do the Astros replace Carlos Correa? Can Jeremy Pena step in and be the guy? We know that he's going to struggle somewhere down the line in the season. Is his defense going to be able to hold it together? What is, you know, how's it going to be in October when Carlos Correa excelled the most? Jeremy Pena quietly comes in, wins a gold glove as a rookie, wins the MVP for the ALCS, wins the World Series MVP, plays out of his freaking mind in the postseason. You have one accolade of the ALCS MVP. You got another accolade of the World Series MVP. But what better than to have dog of the postseason here on Beyond the Diamond podcast, the Apollo HOU dog of the postseason, Jeremy Pena. (laughs) This is Jeremy Pena's second dog award. uh, First two-time. First First two-time. First First repeat. First Put repeat. that in the trophy case next to the World Series MVP, probably in front of it. Probably Jeremy in front Pena. of it. We've got um, we've got some JP3 shirts coming your way. We got update the, uh, the Wikipedia page. We got this shirt coming your way. Um, we've got a pre-workout bundle coming your way because you yes. know with those shredded abs that you have, we know you like to work out. Um, no, no carb season, right? So I, we've me got and Brian some, are about to hit the regimen all off season. So we've got um, maybe a couple of Cheesecake Factory gift cards for you as well. No free pub, but we're going to give it to them um, for dog of the postseason to Jeremy Pena. I mean, dog. dog. What a year. Be a dog. Incredible. Dog. Just an absolute dog. Another another guy that crossed my mind, but obviously it was a clean sweep here on Beyond the Diamond podcast, was uh, Brian Abreu. Brian Abreu. Yeah. I mean, 11 Abreu. and 30. A brand new He's in the he's in the dog pound. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. So, oh yeah, dog. look, the other dog wanted to get up in here. Georgia. But yeah, put, what a put the dog oh, put the dog yeah. put Georgia in the thumbnail. There you go. There she Everybody is. Everybody will click on it. Y'all both hold, both hold them up oh, at the same try time. Hold on, she's gonna throw a fit. <laughs> oh, don't do that. Y'all hold up your dogs. I'm gonna hold up this dog. I got here. You want me to get my other dog, Dodger? Come here, <laughs> dog. Dodger, come on. Let me get her up. Dog. Hang on, hang on. Dodger, come on. Dog. Come on. Dodger, come on. Come on, dude. Get up here. God dang it. Hold on. Let's put her on the uh, table. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> hold on. Come on. That's right. Come on. Oh yeah. Here we go. Dog. Oh. We got a lot of dogs. This is off the rails, dog. Is, what are we? What are we doing? My dog's dog. 
We got dogs everywhere. We got dogs everywhere. Oh, yeah. Dogs are loose. They're like, woo! <laughs> dogs we are got loose. The dogs. Oh. Dogs are loose. Get that as the thumbnail. Dogs <laughs> are loose. My dogs are so upset with me right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What an episode. Like, what the fuck is this? All right. Oh, shout out, shout out, JP. Use that as the thumbnail. That's gonna be hilarious. <laughs> hey, boys, Astros twenty twenty two champs. What a season! Champ, champ, champs. Damn Other champ. than our our potential championship tour, now it's time to look towards next year. Yep. Next episode, we're gonna look into the James Click situation. Dusty Baker also uh, shout out being, Dusty. He's back. Dusty's yeah, back. Brought back. Brought back for twenty twenty three. Don't know about James Click. Don't know about Justin Verlander. Um, who's going to play first base? Who's going to be the DH? We're going to cover all that stuff on the next episode. So don't go anywhere. Stay tuned. Um, I'm out of breath for moving those dogs around. You know what I mean? <laughs> God, damn. Like, comment, subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe. Hit smash that little like button. Hey, it's like right there. Dez, Josh, drink water. Make sure we, you know, we hydrate a little bit. Okay? Yep. You guys get healthy. All right? All right. All right, boys, it's been one hell of a ride here on Beyond the Diamond Podcast. The Astros are World Series champs. What a year. Champ champs. As we've done all postseason, Josh, take us out of here. <laughs> yeah, you, you yeah. have to. They you want have it. to, Josh, on. dude. I did it last time. I said well, now we're exactly. committed. When we get into the uh, offseason talk, I'll, I'll start bringing us out. But it's, it's what we've done all postseason. So That's going to do it for Beyond the Diamond Podcast here on the Apollo Podcast Network. Brian Lima, Apollo Dez, Josh Stroh's here. We'll see you next year. We're literally recording we're, next week. We're gonna record in a couple <laughs> what of are we doing? It's the same thing. Everyone watching right now is like, oh, I'm not unsubscribed now. They're not going to do anything for another year. It's, it's a new year. We're going to be next week. I'm ending the recording. We're going to be here next week. We're going to be here next week. I'm ending the recording. We're going to be here next week. Oh, my God. See y'all later. Love you guys. Peace. See you next week. See you next week. Bye.